Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this hump day. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and some fine music of course. Morning Rhino. Howdy howdy. You placed your wager on the uh, upcoming Super Bowl game. (laughs) Not yet but I have several friends that want me to participate in the squares. (laughs) Always a, a fun a little exercise. Oh, yeah. But uh, what about old Mattress Mac? Man, he loves making those big bets. <laughs> $4,534,000 is what the Mattress Mac has uh, wagered. More power to him. If I had that much, I would not wager it. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, placed that bet. On the Caesars Sportsbook app in Louisiana, and he's betting on the Bengals to win over the Rams. Potential win based on uh, the odds he chose. Seven million seven hundred seven thousand dollars. That'd be a pretty good payday, wouldn't it? So does that mean he has a mattress giveaway if the Rams <laughs> win? You know, I don't know. Got to dig he into that. Hedges bets with yeah. these things. Yeah. That's how he is able to keep doing it. Yep. Uh, but he That's how is, the smart uh, ones do it, right? <laughs> they hedge their bets. Yeah, absolutely. That's what keeps them going, <laughs> keeps them from uh, busting. Well, he says uh, he's running a promotion. Imagine that. For customers who spend $3,000 or more on a Tempur-Pedic Stearns and Foster or Sealy mattress or on reclining sectionals, sofas, and love seats. If the Bengals win, Mattress Mike will use his winnings to reimburse the full amount of customers' purchases. So there you go. So yeah, if he wins, yeah. There you go. That's how he covers it. I believe they said this is uh, a record for a mobile bet. I would imagine, yeah. Um, I don't think that's been legal outside of like Vegas. Yeah, hadn't been a thing for very long. So there you go. How about that? 4.5 million dollars for the old Mattress Mac. So that adds a little bit of intrigue to the game. I think it's fair to say. And of course, uh, one of my favorite golf tournaments coming up, the Waste Management event out there in Phoenix, the TPC Scottsdale. One of my favorite courses. Played it many times. Love it. Fantastic place. And the crowds, you know, that uh, usually ranks as the top PGA event 
in terms of gallery attendance. It's like a gigantic party. Is that the one with the big uh, yeah. stadium the seating stadium around? Hall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the par three in particular, where there's about ten thousand people, and it's just it's raucous and it's loud because uh, they're uh, ingesting some spirits. They are as they're enjoying the game, and usually the weather's just perfect out there in Phoenix, and it you know so much for the. The, the quiet, you know, hush and shh and all that stuff. No, that ain't happening out there. You just got to play through it. They go crazy. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's an interesting hole because it's just surrounded by uh, kind of a, a valley, if you will, between the tee and the green, and it, it is completely filled with stadium seating and patrons, as Bobby Jones called them, in the, in the uh, seats, and they go nuts. Uh, really, a lot of fun. Been to it a couple of times, and uh, but and then you got the Super Bowl. After that, on Sunday, and Mattress Mac will be glued to that to see if he brings home the old bacon, as they say. Have they released the prop bet odds yet? Because those are always interesting to look at. I haven't seen where it. they they put odds on how long the national anthem is going to be or uh, what the coin flip's going to wind up. Yeah. You can bet on anything, can't you? Oh, yeah. Especially on the Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. Especially. that uh, That's really cool. So, uh, <laughs> so, big weekend in terms of sports with the Super Bowl. And it is expected to be, I think, the most viewed. I'm a little surprised at that. I've seen some projections suggesting it may attract the largest audience ever for a Super Bowl. Well, I haven't Television looked at audience. the time on it, but uh, I would imagine being on the West Coast, it can start earlier than the last few have been able to. I hadn't thought about that. Because, I mean, it was last season where you had Tampa Bay winning in Tampa. Yeah. Which was a late game. I'm looking that up right now to see what time it starts. Looks like it is 5.30 p.m., but I'm not sure what time zone that is so 6 30 p.m eastern time so yeah it'd be 5 30 here 5 30 here which, which means would, the pregame will start about 4 30 in the morning yeah exactly so that would mean 3 30 on the west coast right yeah an afternoon right? game yep uh out there in la so but that ought to be pretty cool um you know, I wonder where they stand on the mask mandate. We are unmasking America. We are now, Rhino, if we, we reported that here on the show yesterday. And now the latest to fall in line, Governor Kathy Hochul up there in New York. They are dropping the business mask mandate uh, the, up there in the Empire State. The mandate ordered Empire State businesses without vaccination requirements to compel workers, customers, and visitors to wear masks in most public indoor settings. That has been dropped. You know, it's kind of adding up, though, isn't it? This really isn't because they've had some revelation where they believe, okay, it's safe. I don't think that's what's driving this, because it happened so abruptly, so unexpectedly. You know what's driving this? Politics. 
This is all about politics. Hmm. We, we put our finger up in the, in the wind, and it appears that the winds are going against us. <laughs> we're dropping these mandates. Oh, look at us. We're, <laughs> we hear you. It's all about politics. This ain't got, it never did. It was when it was politically popular to uh, ins- impose all these mandates, they did it. Now it's politically popular to drop them, and that's what they're doing. It is insane, really, when you look at it, um, because... Especially because they're using the same data that other states have already used to drop the mandates and were lambasted and criticized for not following the science, yet the same exact data is being used to drop the mask now in blue states. And in fact, if you've seen some of these analyses uh, being floated around from from reputable organizations, and I'm not talking about uh, outliers that just kind of sort of fabricate data. I'm talking about um, trustworthy medical scientific organizations. And you see an overlay, for example, of California, which has a population of 40 million, and Florida, which has a population of uh, 30 million. uh, I think so. Uh, I think that's about where they rank. Anyhow, you see an overlay of that. And there's really no discernible difference in terms of the key measurement data. Cases, hospitalizations, deaths. It's pretty much in line with the population as, as a percentage of the population. And, and the reason I contrast those two as have these analyses is because, one, California had draconian measures implemented, and the other, Florida, had like none. But the outcomes were virtually identical. You think they'd have gotten a clue about that? Because you can remember, and we talked about it before, uh, the Grim Reaper walking around the beaches in the brilliant sunshine. Oh, my gosh, they're out and on the beach with no masks on. Filling in the skate parks with sand. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you Cause It's dangerous skate. to skateboard with the COVID out. <laughs> I still got to say, and uh, uh, please pardon me for being repetitive, but that one we played uh, early on in this whole ordeal with that uh, Nassau president or the president of Nassau County, the lady out there with a the podium on the tennis courts, <laughs> talking about closing down the tennis courts. No doubles. You can play singles, but no doubles. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! And big Gretch Whitmer up there. No paint. Remember that? No garden supplies and stuff like that. Just think about how silly all that looks now. Lysol down your Amazon cardboard packages. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyhow, we'll take a break here on Middays, having a little fun to kick it off. Andy Berry, Executive Vice President of Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council in the studio next. Stay with us. I'm not worried. I'm happy. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 65. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 36. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 67. And a look at your finally Friday, sunny skies, high all the way to 70 degrees. 
This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Bumping us into this segment here on this huh. day. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios middays back with you. We've got Andy Berry, the executive vice president of the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council. Morning, Andy. Always good to see you, sir. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Good to be here. All right. So uh, 
first, let's get an update on what's going on in, in the industry. I don't know that the industry has ever been in as much focus as it has been in the last several months, uh, simply because of this uh, phenomenon of inflation, which is absolutely rippling through all segments of our economy, all goods and services, and of course, everybody's got to have food. Can't live without that. They go to the grocery store, and they're seeing uh, beef prices spike up. Oh. You know, we've got to continue to fuel our body, regardless of what's of what's going on in, yeah. the, in the inflation. And, and you stole the words right out of my mouth. It's inflation across the board on yeah. all products. I was looking at consumer price index this morning before I came up here. Everything's up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, beef, there's no doubt. If you've been in the grocery store, beef prices have, have, have risen. Uh you know, I, the the latest numbers are from December 2021. Uh, when you look at the all fresh numbers, which is nothing frozen, everything fresh, be it ground or be it a, you know a steak or a roast or something like that. Uh, ending December 2021, that price was 7.35 a pound across the board. Now that's 18 percent higher than it was in December of 2020, uh, 2020 but it's about three percent lower than it was what was October of 21, which was the peak. So while it's high, we're starting to see it maybe come down a little bit, uh, but we're still having having issues in our plants, uh, getting these cattle processed, getting it shipped out. Uh, I get calls pretty regularly about uh, concerns of availability of beef, and, you know, there's there's no shortage of beef. We're just having labor issues of getting those products manufactured. Do, do you feel like that that's uh, the root cause of the it, the spike in prices? Is it because of labor shortages? There's, there's a lot of that. Uh, I think probably uh, – the main factor of that is is the monopoly that we have in the beef packing sector. There's there's four companies, uh, major companies that handle, I don't know, upwards of eighty percent of the of the beef processing in this country. Uh, so you know it, it's there's there's not much way to spread that out across uh, these smaller processors. So four companies control the majority of the beef in this in this country. Well, so then Andy, is it is it accurate to say then? that the inflation is driven at that point in the supply chain, it, that the, the producers themselves, the cattlemen themselves that are selling uh, the beef to the processors, and that there's just some huge increase there applying on top of that? A- absolutely. We, we, right now, we're currently experiencing probably the lowest levels in history of the percent of retail price to what our producers get for live cattle. Okay. So there's there's a greater spread than than we've ever seen before from live cattle prices to, to actual beef prices, what's called the cutout value. Hmm. Uh, and, and that's just a result. Uh, one, we're oversupplied with live cattle. Uh, but then it also goes back to, to there's a bottleneck in those four processing plants. Mm-hmm. They can control the flow, uh, or the four, four processors, not the plants. There's more mm-hmm. than four plants. But they can control the flow. And you couple that with the labor issues with the COVID uh, challenges that we've had. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're doing about the best they can to get those, that beef processed, but there's there's a bottleneck there in, when it gets to the packing facilities. All right. So, the, and the Biden administration has, has said as much. I mean, that's been their contention is that we, we are kind of limited to these four processors, multiple plants, as you indicated, yep. but but four companies. So, But that sort of begs the question, well, if if they have that sort of leverage because there's a limited number of processors, why weren't they doing the same prior to this whole COVID uprooting of the economy? That that's a good question. And I think that the the Biden administration's plan to, you know, put some money out there for small and, and regional packers is a good plan. 
But it's also kind of some low-hanging fruit for them to claim a victory on yeah. during this pandemic oh, time yeah. uh, that, that we, with this inflation that we've had. So it's a welcome sight. It's going to take a while for that to, to make a dent. Uh, but that time, you know, we have what's called a 10-year cattle cycle. So roughly every 10 years, you have a peak in cow numbers out in the fields, out in the pastures. Uh, and then that translates to a oversupply. Uh, coming to the packing houses. So mm-hmm. due to droughts and other factors, retirements across the country, those numbers are starting to get back into what we call the cattle producer's favor, where those processors are going to be undersupplied with cattle. And so hopefully we're going to see some better prices going forward. But but right now, it is it, we're taking it on the chin. Hmm. Okay. Well, so it seems to me like that the, that the four – I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and they have uh, – a command of the market, but it seems like there would be some competition amongst the four. Uh, are they? I mean, they're they're not uh, engaging in illegal uh, corroboration, are they? Because you can't certainly can't do that. Well, I, I certainly can't, I certainly can't prove that. I know that's, you can't. that's certainly been uh, suggested uh, <laughs> yeah. across our industry. And 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 look, there's some legislation out there that 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 we've supported. Uh, Senator Hyde Smith is a champion on that. That, yeah. that, that mandates kind of how these these packers buy cattle. That they that they do a competitive bid. Uh, right now, there's a lot of what we call alternate market agreements, where you know we're just going to buy this for a certain formula, uh, and then, so there's no cash trade, no auction, no competitive bidding amongst those four packers. So each of those four packers kind of have their own sweetheart deals with these different uh, suppliers of cattle, so there's there's not a lot of incentive for them to bid up the prices. I got you. Is is there also a, kind of a, a regional or a geographic component to this as well, where a, a processor kind of services it with their uh, various plants, services a region, and the others don't Enter into not, not as much, but we have some regionality within our industry. Okay, and, and uh, we've spoken before. You know, here in Mississippi, we 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 have the factory, we have the mama cow, we produce the calf. Yeah, we'll kind of put them in from you know elementary. We'll put them in junior high school. We'll, we'll put them out on grass once we've weaned them from the mother. Yeah, uh, when they go to senior high school towards the end of the cycle, they're going to a feed yard in the Midwest. That's where also all the packing facilities are located okay. at. Yeah. That's, that's due to climate, some environmental factors of why that's done, closer to the grain. And so you know, the last two stages, high school and college, before they ship mm-hmm. off to become a nice tasty steak, mm-hmm. when they graduate, so to speak, uh, is in the Midwest. So, okay. so there's a lot of concentration out in the Midwest part of the, of the country. Mm-hmm. And we saw that uh, one of the factors that, it, that it, uh, led to some supply issues at the height, at the start of the pandemic, and was that 2020? was just because we couldn't get the products back from those processing facilities to the different ports across the country, just transportation issues, logistic mm-hmm. issues. What's the outlook? For the cattle producers, that looks good for the next few years. Every economist that you talk to, like I said, that supply number is going to get back in the cattleman's favor. It'll also lead to some higher prices of beef, uh, but we've been very fortunate. We've done a great job of producing a high-quality product. We've got some innovation in packaging uh, and pre-seasoned and trimmed products that, uh, you know, years ago you'd go to the butcher uh, and buy a steak and you'd have to take it home and do a little trimming to that yeah. product. Now, you know, you, you can take it out of, the, out of the chub, rinse it off. It can go on the grill or, yeah. or any, you know, pre-made packages, uh, patties. So we've done a good job of innovating, having a good product ready to eat for our consumers. So, you know, we've, we've enjoyed great demand with beef products, uh, not to mention the nutritional value that we bring to the table. Sure. Uh, but this uh, spike in inflation, 
that uh, you're right. We're scheduled to get a new CPI number tomorrow, and, and most economists are predicting we're looking at, at 7.1%, 7.3% uh, annualized inflation. Where where is that going to start to level off? Do you think in your industry, particular? I don't know. It's it's very concerning for our producers out across the state because we're seeing the input prices uh, rise, yeah. and and what we haven't seen yet, we've seen a, a small rise in our cattle prices, and and we've got some hope for some better prices down the road. We just haven't realized that relative to the input prices, and then also comparative to what the finished product of, of yeah. the beef is. So. Uh, we're, we're kind of in a tight right now in, in, in terms of, uh, of of what it's costing us to produce that product relative to, to what it's worth at the end compared to what we get for that. Uh, are you seeing any consumer response yet where consumers are saying, I just can't afford that, or maybe they're changing the, the grade of product they're buying? So, you know, all across the nation, we've seen strong demand. We've seen strong demand domestically as well as exports. Okay. Exports was up, um, I don't know, 40% year over year. So, uh, I mean, we're seeing that, that number and the demand drive. I saw a report from Tyson this morning saying that the consumers are wanting the product so much that they can't keep up really? with production to provide that product. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think that speaks fairly highly of what we're producing out here. Sure. Uh, our cattlemen do a great job, but but it's just getting that value back to our producers is yeah. a challenge. Well, it'll be interesting to see how all these dynamics uh, play out. Uh, and got just a couple of seconds here. How about your folks here in the state of Mississippi? Your members, they doing well? Doing well. Again, we we uh, we're, we're struggling with hiring inputs. Uh, yeah. We're producing a good product. Appreciate everybody's support. You yeah. know, beef is what's for dinner. You can also eat it for breakfast and yeah. supper. And they're a pretty resilient group. I know they are, and we appreciate uh, them being part of the Mississippi economy. Thanks for coming on, and we really you. appreciate it. Yes, yes, sir. We'll be back with more middays. We got Representative Nick Bain coming up at eleven oh five. Stay with us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. Love has its own special timing, doesn't it? When you're ready, you both just know it. So how about this Valentine's Day? Can you think of a better time to get engaged? Guys, it's perfect. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company, where you'll find ten times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love, complete with your set of diamonds starting under $2,000. With Juniker's interest-free, flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. And whatever your budget, I promise, we can make it happen. You see, guys... Love has its own timing, and maybe that time for you is now. This Valentine's, come to Junikers. When you're ready, we're ready. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, hospitals, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of clean. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In a COVID virtual town hall Tuesday afternoon, Dr. Paul Byers of the Mississippi State Department of Health explained where Mississippi stands in regard to the pandemic. This is what he said after the lowest number of single-day cases was reported since December 22nd. But when we look overall, it's not just our case numbers that are coming down, and our deaths are slowly coming down when we look at the trends. Um, We're seeing other indicators that tell us that um, we're on the back end of this of this current wave. We're seeing less emergency department visits for for COVID. We're seeing less demand for testing. We're seeing decreased impact in our nursing homes as far as nursing home outbreaks. And so these are all positive indicators that we're moving in the right direction. Today's report will be available at supertalk.fm as soon as it's released. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Rodeos are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. Ag Up Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At Ag Up Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. Ag Up Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi. Or visit us at agup.com today. You know that- 
that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Vita coming at you. That would be Iron Butterfly. Every aspiring drummer in my era had to master the drum solo, which goes on for what, four or five hours? Something like that. It's a big chunk of the song. <laughs> Enough for uh, the rest of the band to go take a breather. That's true. Uh, what the heck were they talking about, by the way? You have any idea? Were those like. There's a, a purported theory that it's in the Garden of Eden was slurred to Inagata Davida. Hmm. Okay. So it's apparently a song about the original sin. It's, I mean, if you, I guess, review the lyrics, plausible theory is the way I would describe it. I can't give it any more credence than that. Uh, nonetheless... It very well could be like several of the Beatles songs. <laughs> It is the great Perez has come onto the scene. You know the answer to this. I guarantee you, you do. Please sit down, sir, and enlighten the audience. I just want to know how much more of it you were going to play. Because I've been standing, I was in a meeting, and I was out, I'm like, if they play the drum solo, I'm packing up and going home. I had to wait for the perfect timing there. I don't know what that is in that song. I just guessed. Is this still 18 minutes long? The song uh, is, yeah. It was an entire side of a vinyl uh, LP, yeah, right? Yeah. The song. But did anybody ever play the other side of that? I, I don't know what the hell was on the other side. I, I never flipped it over. I, just <laughs> I don't either. Right, what's the meaning? What he said. Okay. Well, that's just somebody's speculation, right? Nobody really knows. Do well, they? <clears throat> well, if, if you get, you know, high enough. <laughs> it was uh, hallucinogenic induced, was it not? <laughs> I, will, I wouldn't. I'm not going to say that's out of the question, no. <laughs> what? Here we go. We got it. 
I can't remember all of it. I got some of it though. I I I honestly had to, to master that. I honest to goodness remember sitting <laughs> in the music room practicing that. <laughs> We all did. <laughs> it was either that or Wipeout. It went a little prior to that, but um, yeah. In terms of so Wipeout, I always thought was played on the snare when you could flip the lever and drop the snares from the snare drum. I never. Uh, yeah, somebody yeah. told me that, so that's the way I used to play it. For what that's worth, I had no idea. You know what I'm talking about. Used to have a little lever that kind yeah, of pushed I know what the, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. The snare wires underneath the snare <laughs> on the head there, and you drop it so that it would disconnect, and it was more like a tom, but it had a different little tone tom than the mounted toms or the four toms. We're into some weird stuff. Somebody now. just almost drove off the road when they heard that, because <laughs> their entire their entire teen and early adulthood just flashed in front of them. Oh my goodness! Oh gosh, including I'm, mine. So, <laughs> uh, uh. well, I will leave now because I I think I'm going to go swing a racket <laughs> at a ball. Well, beautiful day for that. I hope you have fun. I got one last statement to make. Rhino, give me a heads up next time you play that. I'm going to go get me some little granny glasses made like they wore at that wow. time. Wear them down on the nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. We would really freak this, the audience this, out with this that This moment of um, going through your entire <laughs> life has been brought to you by... <laughs> <sighs> Old age. Uh, you're right about that. <laughs> Nin- 1968, yeah, I think. Exactly. Is from. Exactly. Wow. Well, we're getting on up there. No, I'm going to go get in the production room and see if I can find something with a lot of uh, beats to it. You know what I'm saying? That got you fired up when you heard that, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I did. You were thinking... Hell, is Gerard going to talk or what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's out of respect for you had to do it in proportion to the length of the song, right? We need a bigger progress bar here on the studio system. You're never going to say a word this morning. This segment is now over. I'll see you guys later. Appreciate it, Perez. Always a pleasure. That was awesome. See what you did, Rhino? It's all your dang fault. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A lot of fun. I appreciate the great Perez. He's he's got, like, radar for that kind of discussion, doesn't he? (laughs) He pops in, and uh, it's just fantastic. Appreciate that. That was good for some laughs. Um, I I did want to correct some data that I provided in the first segment. it's, it's not a material change to the narrative of the message, but it's about California and Florida. I cited Texas population, okay, at 29 million. I had Florida, excuse me, California, 39, Texas, 29. Florida comes in at about 21. That's per the 2020 census. So I was referring to data uh, with respect to COVID cases, contrasting population sizes of California and Texas, I stated Florida. My apologies. But nonetheless, I did review the data. It, it still aligns. And the point is, when you look at the number of cases as a percentage of the population in those three largest states, California, Texas, Florida, in that order, and then New York comes next in terms of population, 
they so you got two states in that group, that being California, New York, with arguably the most draconian restrictions in the country for the longest period of time. Talking about COVID measures, you got Texas and Florida, perhaps the least restrictive states. Certainly, certainly in, amongst the major populated states. I mean, and among the first to roll back restrictions. And you remember Georgia, too, and all the outcries from the left? Oh, my gosh, Governor Kemp's going to kill everybody. So anyhow, just in looking at cases as of today, actually closed a business yesterday, they essentially align with respect to cases as a percentage of population. In the two most restrictive states, the two large, least restricted states, they all are in corresponding values. So isn't that instructive? You you essentially locked everything down and you implemented these unbelievable, some of them just nutty. No doubles. I mean, I just can't get that one out of my head. That was just so silly. And you you combine those and the outcomes are virtually identical. Shouldn't we learn something from that? Or is it possible that now we see all these mass mandates being dissolved across these these major blue states? I still say it's because I think people are looking at this data. They're seeing this, and they're saying, geez, you're hearing stories, have you not, Rhino, of people say, gee, I left New York, I traveled to Florida for some reason, maybe it's vacation in the Sunshine State, uh, visiting family, friends, relatives, etc., and they say, it's like a different world. And you've heard the same from people that have traveled in the other direction. And I think maybe they're starting to, you know, get clued in. Well, what are we doing all this for? Because the outcomes are the same. It'd be different if it's, if you could point to data, mathematical, irrefutable, statistical data that said, no, nah, look, we told you. But you can't. And I think that's why you're seeing all these mandates just crumble. And I heard a story yesterday. I shared this with Andy Berry from the Cattlemen's Association before we got on the air i got to share this one to our audience. This was, uh, this was late yesterday on the Business News, and it was uh, a guest on one of the programs. And he shared a story about his five-year-old son and the five-year-old son's friend at the house. Lives in Virginia, works in Washington, and it concerns masks. From a five-year-old, out of the mouth of a five-year-old, I'm going to get to it after the break here on Midday. Stay with us. All the little bears on Zebra Street Go to hear the robin go tweet, tweet, tweet Rock and robin Rock and robin
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models, with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 18 to 124.22. July cotton was up 23 to 121.55. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 13 and three quarters to 1582 and three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were up 12 and a half to 1585 per bushel. March corn was up six and three quarters to 639 per bushel. May corn was up four cents. 638 per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 97 to 147.15. June live cattle was up 62 to 141.87. March feeders up 75 to 167.62. April feeders up 30 to 172.07. At the open, the Dow Jones up 303 points, 35,766. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Video kill the radio star. How about that? <laughs> Pretty cool. All right, Scott and Rankin County, numerous others on the ceasefire text line, which is, of course, 601-879-4395, are all saying it was, yeah, then what you said in the Garden of Eden. Well, I mean, I, now that you mentioned it, I remember hearing that. I'm not totally convinced that is the case. I don't think the author ever said that, the songwriter. I don't know that he ever agreed that that's what it was. Now, that may be just part of the mystique. Yeah, I think that is a, a part of the the allure of the song is the the ambiguity of it. But, I mean, that it's not that uncommon from that era of music to have songs that are nonsensical. I mean, sure. there's a handful of Beatles songs that don't make any sense, but they were extremely popular. Yeah. And, I mean, with... In the same vein as a drum solo or a drum beat that everybody knows, Phil Collins in the air tonight yeah, with the walk down of the drums. Everybody knows that. Everybody's waiting for that part of the song. That song has nonsensical lyrics that don't mean anything either. I agree. But and, and he's come out and said that finally. It's just art, yeah, if you will, right? The words rhyme and sound good to the melody, so yeah, I sang them. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. But, you know, it entertains. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Honestly. But, nonetheless, appreciate old Perez coming in and talked about that. Internet killed the video star on the ceasefire text line. Yeah, uh, there's some truth to that, I think. I mean, the, the video, the music video networks, MTV and then, of course, M- uh, VH1, and they don't even play music videos anymore, do they? It's all these really weird shows uh, you kind of geared can for the catch, audience. I want to say on MTV they still have the after hours, which is like 1 in the morning to 3.30 in the morning, where they just have music videos oh, on block. Okay. okay. But that's just to keep from having to pay for other programming, because they already have all the rights to all the music videos. Yeah, that's true. John in Hardeman, Tennessee, reminds me of MTV, Video Kill the Radio Star. Yep, which we just played. But radio has made a huge comeback. What happened to MTV? That's right. I agree, John. What happened? I think when they drifted away from just showing the old traditional videos, that's why I tuned in, certainly when it came onto the scene back in the 80s, I believe, early 80s. I would MTV. say Internet killed MTV. That's probably true. And VH1. Because one of the biggest things from VH1 was pop-up video. Where Love they would, that. They would play the music video and then pop up little factoids about the artist or the song or the album or whatever. Well, now you can get all that on one thing in a Wikipedia page. 
Didn't know that. So, I mean, it's just all the little factoids are everywhere on the internet to be found, so you don't have to tune in at a certain time. You're right. And hope they play a certain song. You could just Google it up. That was pretty fun, though. Oh, yeah. And when it first came out, I mean, it was like, I didn't know that kind of reaction. Because we didn't. I mean, nobody do. How else would you learn that meatloaf saying, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that, and you never know what that is? <laughs> That's what the little bubble says, right? Balloon, I think, is what they call it when it comes up. That's pretty that cool. <laughs> that was good. That's right. It had, had the kind of bubbly thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was good. I, I enjoyed that. I, you reminded me of something from those days that I had sort of forgotten about, but absolutely true. Yep, that song was the first video to ever play on MTV. That is correct. <clears throat> video killed the radio star, right? The Buggles. MTV, of course, created by a Brookhaven native, I believe. Is, is it, it has some roots down in southwest Mississippi. I want to say, yeah, one of the earliest founders. Isn't that right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then I remember uh, BH1 coming out after, because MTV got a little more oriented towards sort of the, the current genre of music. And the I counterculture. Was, yeah, and I was still stuck in classic rock, I guess, as many are from my generation. And VH1 kind of uh, attracted that audience and, and catered to that audience. Yeah, it was more top 40 and oldies and classic and stuff and vh1 was more varied because mtv seemed to be the top 10 yeah and headbangers ball and then just whatever the vjs wanted to play yeah and in fact didn't vh1 start a separate network vh1 classic I oh say. yeah yeah and you know yeah, that's when you had the the TV explosion where every single channel started adding numbers you had ESPN one yeah two, that's and true VH1 and VH1 Classic and... Incrementalism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the old rockers, the old VJs from that era, um, Alan Hunter and Martha, what's her name? And, golly, their name escapes me. Mark, all those guys. Anyhow, they have shows, separate little shows as well, on uh, Sirius XM, on 80s, on the 80s channel, because that's when all that was popular. Anyhow, good stuff. Having a little fun with that. We are going to step aside right here. Super Talk News, Fox News. We'll dig into the political stories of the day. It's 12.05. Boy, I'm making mistakes today. 12.05 when Representative Nick Bain is going to join us. You want to stick around for that. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. It's the 13th day of truckers protesting in Canada's capital, Ottawa, against coronavirus vaccine mandates, and a third day blocking traffic into Canada at a busy border crossing. Demonstrators halting, snarling, delaying traffic across the Ambassador Bridge crossing, uh, that massive suspension bridge between Detroit and Windsor, Ontario. The Windsor police tweeting they're encouraging the organizers of the demonstration to maintain open communication with police using a, quote, reasoned and tempered approach to come to a peaceful resolution. Fox's Molly Vine. 
With prices going up, two Senate Democrats, Mark Kelly and Maggie Hassan, propose suspending the federal gas tax this year. That tax is 18.4 cents a gallon. It's allocated for highway construction and public transit projects. The legislation would require the Treasury Department to transfer funds and also require oversight that gas companies pass savings to consumers. Fox's Jared Halpert. America's listening to Fox News. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Parents Campaign Executive Director Nancy Loom is taking a stand on the Tax Freedom Act proposed in the House, saying the bottom line is that Mississippi can't afford to cut income taxes and fully fund public schools. House Speaker Philip Gunn told us that's simply not true. We have put more money in education than in the history of our state. We have put forward a 200 uh, excuse me, a, uh, a, a, a two million, $200 million teacher pay raise. That's just, that's just misleading. The House plan would phase out state income taxes, something the plan in the Senate does not do. Senator Josh Harkins says instead there would be rebates. You would receive a rebate of up to 5% of what you paid with a minimum of $100 and it capped at 1000 For more information on this story, you can find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. In FY21, over 11,000 pounds of fentanyl were seized by Customs and Border Protection. This is enough to kill every American seven times over. House Republican Caucus Chair Elise Stefanik stressing the dangers of fentanyl on American streets. In discussions on the crisis and the need for strong federal regulations to control the influx, many argued that stronger border control would go a long way toward preventing the flow. This is Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith 
Smith and others are asking Homeland Security to explain reports that ICE is processing large groups of single adult illegal immigrants, loading them onto planes in the middle of the night to be shuttled into communities across America. They want a full account of all activities surrounding the relocation of illegal immigrants. Legislation that would increase the sentence of those found guilty of smuggling fentanyl into the U.S. to life in prison is getting the support of Congressman Michael Guest. I'm Kelly Bennett. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this. Hump day. But tomorrow, middays, we'll team up with Ag Up Equipment in the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation at the annual Dixie National Rodeo and Sale of Champions. Join us to learn more about how Ag Up Equipment and the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation are teaming up to help you cowboy up, tractor up, Ag Up, and save with Ag Up Equipment. Looking forward to that. I got my boots, I got my jeans. Let's see, I think it was, uh, was it Ed from Aberdeen wanted to know, did I have a hat yet? Don't have one yet, Ed. Was it him that asked that, I think, earlier? I think there were a couple that asked about it. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I'm Whether on or not you've gotten that. a hat or not. No hat yet, uh, but I don't know. I just, I just uh, think it makes my silly look, you look even sillier. That's Brad from me. Guntown chimed in on the ceasefire text line about our trip down memory lane with MTV. Okay. And he mentioned a name that I hadn't thought of in years, but now that I think about it. What's that? Kurt Loader with MTV News. Yeah. I for do a, for a that. generation, that was the closest you got to paying attention to the news. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Martha Quinn, by the way, was the name of one of the VJs. Mark. 
was it Goodman, I think, was the other guy. I can see him, curly, brunette-headed uh, guy. Alan Hunter. And what's the lady that had the real raspy voice, the blonde? She was the, She's one of those four. That was a popular uh, VJ. But they all have their own shows now on Sirius. I enjoy them. And they'll review hits from specific years during the era. That's a lot of fun. Let's see. The Big Five was Mark Goodman, Martha Quinn, Alan Hunter, J.J. Jackson, and Nina Blackwood. Nina Blackwood is the blonde. J.J. Uh, Jackson, I'd forgotten about him. I think he may not be with us anymore, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? I think he passed away. Yeah, he passed away of an apparent heart attack in 2004. What a great voice he had. I mean, they were all fabulous at their craft. Uh, just, I think, perfect selections there. But the remaining four still have shows, and it's enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, downtown Julie Brown says Skipping Pearl. Forgot about her. Yeah, she came on kind of afterwards. Uh, Tom and Carthage says no. She was the star of the second crop of EJs. Right, right, with the kind of British accent, right? No hat, Gerard. (laughs) You'd be all hat, no cowboy. (laughs) That's true. Thank you for that. Tom in Carthage. Kennedy was also a VJ, and now instead of radio, she does a show on Fox Business. Forgotten about that. She has a, a rather interesting show. I think comes on 6 o'clock in the evenings, if I'm not mistaken. Downtown Julie Brown. Who, who could forget all that stuff? Yeah, Danny and Starkville. Appreciate that. Martha Quinn. I couldn't recall her last name. Been a while. Still have a crush on Martha Quinn on the C Spire text line. Yeah, Kurt Loader in downtown uh, Julie Brown, Brad from Guntown, writes in. Crap music ruined everything <laughs> on the ceasefire text line. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, it does seem like the, the boy band poppy era of Britney Spears and NSYNC and all that really was the beginning of the end for the MTV VH1 kind of style. Yeah, seems like it. I agree. Oh, it was Charlie from Hickory Flat. My bad. Wanted to know if I had a cowboy hat. He just wanted... I, I don't yet. I'm, uh... I mean, there's some people, they're just made for them. And they look great in them. Honestly. It's just part of their persona. Uh, I don't feel like that fits mine. That's okay. Malcolm from Tishomingo. Digging into a little politics here. What's up with the Senate putting a bill through to raise their salary six grand the first year and then forty five hundred the next three years after that? Shazam! Almost twenty K. Well, not a year, but total over the period. Yeah, so it's fifteen hundred dollars a month for office expenses for the months where they're in session. Presently they get paid I think it's ten thousand dollars for the months they're in session. The three months is the base pay. Yeah, and then they get fifteen hundred for the months that they're not, to, for office expenses for the months they're not in session. You can do the math there. That's thirteen five plus the ten for the the pay base pay while they're in session. Total to twenty three thousand five hundred dollars is what they get paid. Uh, of course, and to be fair, the three months they're in session, sure, it's more consuming of their time. But 
for the most part, when they're out of session, they're they're working on stuff as well. Uh, they're they're discharging their duties as a member of the Senate uh, or the House. So I, you know, it was predictable. This would not be politically popular um, to raise, I guess, uh, vote yourselves a bit of a raise, if you want to call it that. It's it's described as to cover expenses. Off, I mean, it really is an office expense allocation. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's politically unpopular, to say the least, just at a time when we're seeing rampant inflation. Now, in terms of the amount that costs the state, the taxpayers, it doesn't amount to a whole heck of a lot, and, and just in relative terms. Now, I'm not trying to say that whatever, I think I did the math on that, 700 thousand dollars per year, certainly not suggesting that that's chicken scratch. I'm just saying that when you compare that to a $6 billion and change budget, it, it's not a, a big chunk of it, is all I'm saying. So... I don't know. It, it's, um, we'll see what happens with that measure when it heads over to the House, or they get it. Uh, it may end up in conference. I don't know that there's a House bill at this point. I haven't heard of any word that there's a House bill to accomplish the same. So, yes, it would be transmitted to the House, and we'll see what happens over there. We'll be tracking that. But I, I would say the timing is. Curious at best. <laughs> Does the House hold that hostage for the income tax proposal? Yeah, you know how the sausage is made there. <laughs> and the income tax proposal is uh, still obviously garner- garnering much attention. We have a proposal from the Senate. We have a bill which has passed the House. They are uh, There's quite a gap in the approaches and in the details of those respective bills. Uh, I'll just put it out there again that at the highest level, without digging into all the gory details, the House bill provides considerably more tax relief to taxpayers than does the Senate bill. But it uh, poses a greater risk to uh, the state's uh, financial welfare talking about at the government level in terms of funding the operations of the state. The Senate bill, much less uh, lower benefits to taxpayers in terms of real dollars, but a great deal less risk in terms of uh, forward-looking condition and operation of the state. I, I um, I can share that I have asked I have asked this uh, in speaking to members of the Senate and the House that are close to this matter and, and really driving it in the respective chambers. I've asked on the House side to take the fiscal note prepared by the LBO, which analyzes two years, the uh, next uh, upcoming two years, fiscal years, in terms of the impact of those changes in, in revenue provisions and, and including the um, expectation of the increase of expenditures, that's what's been incorporated and analyzed and uh, reported on in the fiscal note by the Legislative Budget Office, the LBO. 
I've asked him to extend that out at least for three more years because there are uh, there's definitely been some excess revenue over sine die estimates of revenue which are essentially consistent with our expenditures and so those excesses we discussed that yesterday my, my theory on why we have these excesses but those are being used in the two years to offset losses of revenue from cutting taxes but what happens after that I'd like to see that in the out years and extend that out and then I'll share with you what I've asked uh, folks on the Senate side to do as well. Stay with us. Middays will return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 65. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 36. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 67. And a look at your finally Friday, sunny skies, high all the way to 70 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at Ag Up Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E compact tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer ends 0320-2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. 
Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Another a video classic, was it not? Thomas Dolby. Science! <laughs> How perfect is that for the unmasking of America? I should also point out, New York dropped the indoor mask mandates, but not on schools yet. Hey, hey folks, drop them all today, you fools! It's over! It's, it's done! Do it! How dumb is that? The schools... So, Danny and Starville reminds, this is totally on me, I forgot to continue the mask story, which I teased about the child before we went to break. Thank you, Danny, for reminding me of that. That is on me, my fault. But here we go. So, just to, uh, to uh, set it up again, this individual was a guest, he's a common guest, on one of the business programs late yesterday and was talking about the unmasking of America and the dropping of the mask mandates. And now there's, you know, Yunkin, Governor Yunkin's order. He, he lives in Virginia. It had to stay, but now it looks like the Supreme Court is uh, saying, yeah, and, and uh, it's okay. But the bigger thing is uh, their assembly in the Commonwealth, I think it's called an assembly, not a legislature, I'm not sure. But no, nonetheless, the lawmaking body, they're about to pass legislation. They're about to codify what Yunkin ordered, which is the prohibition of mask mandates in the schools. Uh, it may end up that they give the individual districts choice. Nonetheless, this individual's talking to his five-year-old, who was accompanied by his five-year-old friend, two boys. And he was asking them, you know, what do you think? Not going to have to wear your mask anymore in school. And the friend said, I'm so glad because I couldn't tell when my friends wanted to play with me. Guys, that broke my heart when I heard that. Because you know what five year olds ought to be worried about and only worried about? Who and when they're going to play? Who with and when? That's what leads to productive adults is when they have a stable, happy childhood, when they socialize with their friends. But when this child said, yeah, I can't tell when they want to play with me, because children read that on other children's faces. And children are much better at facial expressions as a means of communication than they are with words, because they're children. And some adults are better than that. 
than others. Some are just incredibly stoical, right, Rhino? and can deliver a message, and you can't really tell. They're poker players, if you will. Yeah, but with kids, they, A, haven't got the vocabulary to adequately describe their feelings, and B, they haven't become so guarded by social expectations yeah. with their body language and their facial expressions. Yeah, just being perfectly honest. I mean, that's what he was telling his friend's father. Yeah, I couldn't tell when my friends wanted to play with me. I don't know about you folks, I've ripped my heart out. And then it made, that's the first reaction, right? And then it made me mad. These ideological woke idiots, they're robbing these kids of the only childhood they'll ever have. They've grown up with it. And so I felt compelled to come out of my hole in my office where I usually read and write and tune into the business news late in the day and, and go share that story with my wife in the other part of the house. And had a similar reaction, but she shared with me that she's heard reports now that with all of the fear-mongering from adults to children, that children are now, even though they're able to remove their masks, they're reluctant to do so for fear they're going to make somebody sick. Because adults have drilled that into their heads. Hey, you four-year-old, if you don't wear this mask, you're going to make somebody sick. You're sick for telling them that. I just got rattled about it, and I, I apologize. Well, no, I don't. I don't apologize. You don't have the right to take these kids' childhood away. And, and don't give me this, it's rooted in science garbage. No, it's not. And everybody knows it. Hasn't been for a better part of a year. Like, did it change in the last 24 hours now that you're lifting all these mandates in the schools? And what are you thinking, Governor Hochul in New York? It's okay for adults in indoor places and spaces, but not children in school? Are you kidding me? I mean, statistically, they got a better chance of getting in a wreck on the way to school than they do passing COVID on and somebody getting seriously ill. This isn't about protection. But you know what it's about now? Avoiding a shellacking in the midterms and other political campaigns and elections across this country. Have we gotten to that point in this country where you're so selfish, your personal political gain is more important than a child's upbringing? Are you kidding me? You don't even deserve to be in this country. Good grief. But that's where we are. It is where we are. Mm. All right. I'm calming down. I just helpless kids just drives me nuts. They don't know. It's your responsibility. 
And you failed in your responsibility. That's the point. And the best possible spin you could put on it for the doom and gloom masters that have been preaching to their kids that if you don't wear your mask, you're going to get somebody sick and they'll die. It's willful ignorance of the truth on the infection percentages, the risk of comorbidities, pretty much anything that was labeled tinfoil hat or conspiracy by some has now been proven to, no, the facts back it up. Right. That's the whole point. They, it's, it's the same argument, right, with respect to our Constitution. The liberals only invoke that argument when it's convenient, as the church lady would say, when it's expedient for their cause. They're inconsistent. It's not a document that is to be applied inconsistently, nor is science. You can't apply it in one case and say it's the absolute truth, irrefutable truth, but if it doesn't fit your political narrative, well, all bets are off. That's just wrong. It's wrong. Especially when on the flip side of it, you justify flouting said rules in defense of those acting out, lashing out, protesting, and causing a ruckus because they believe the way you believe. Exactly right. Because in the height of all this, when everybody was still under the presumption that it's dangerous, you had Democrats, media personalities, pretty much anybody that leans left, saying, no, 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 it's, it's totally fine that you have all these marches and all this looting and protesting and rioting and large groups of people, shoulder to shoulder. No question. Uh, and because of the cause. Who could forget, I haven't, the CDC when asked about, well, you're, you're guiding and you're advising against these various events. And that's when the left was going crazy about Donald Trump having rallies. Regardless of what you think about Donald Trump, I'm trying to explain the inconsistency. Or blasting Governor DeSantis, right, because the beaches were open. Or Governor Kemp in, in uh, Georgia, you remember, was one of the first to uh, end the lockdowns. We're not even talking about masks. Oh my gosh, he's opening up the restaurants and the gyms and everybody's going to get sick. It, that, But when questioned the CDC about, well, what about the shoulder-to-shoulder protests, which are, have devolved into riots, that's what they were, what about that as a concern for spread of disease? Oh, well, that's justified by the cause. No! It's either science or it's not. It doesn't depend on the cause. Same crap here. It's ridiculous. Time for a break here on Middays. We got more talking than Representative Nick Bain at, at 12.05 after the news. Stay with us. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% pending on the color of your kiss. 
These additional KISS discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These KISS discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So KISS discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. It sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Parents Campaign Executive Director Nancy Loom is taking a stand on the Tax Freedom Act proposed in the House, saying the bottom line is that Mississippi can't afford to cut income taxes and fully fund public schools. House Speaker Philip Gunn told us that's simply not true. We have put more money in education in, than in the history of our state. We have put forward a two hundred, uh, excuse me, a, uh, a, a, a two million, two hundred million dollar teacher pay raise. That's just that's just misleading. The House plan would phase out state income taxes, something the plan in the Senate does not do. Senator Josh Harkin says instead there would be rebates. You would receive a rebate of up to five percent of what you paid with a minimum of $100 and it capped at 1000 For more information on this story, you can find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrating its 100th year in 2022 is the largest general farm organization in the state. But whether you're a farmer or a consumer, 
Farm Bureau works for you through its many policies and programs. And we can also help your money grow. From discounts on automobiles, mowers, and equipment to hotels, car rentals, and vacations, Farm Bureau's got you covered. Join today and download the member savings app so you'll have over 200,000 discounts at your fingertips. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, they have the freshest lineup of 2022 SUVs in America. Like Ford Escape, Ford Edge, or Ford Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks. The SUVs of the future weren't built for a few, they are built for America. Ford SUVs, see a Ford dealer near you and drive one today. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Subwoofer. <laughs> there you go. Amy Stewart, knock on wood. Valentine's Day coming up next Monday. It is, and I'm going to be at Carter Jewelers middays with Gerard. We'll be at Carter Jewelers in downtown Jackson where they'll have great deals on jewelry for your special someone. Looking forward to that. Carter Jewelers. Gonna be fun. Great place to stop for your last minute gift needs. Absolutely. And I bet they will be uh, crowded. I oh, bet yeah. they'll have a lot of folks uh, through there. You know, I did the show three times prior to Christmas last year. Always fun with uh, Jerry and the group down there. So, looking forward to that. And they really do take care of people. I've watched them. I, I'm just intrigued at the uh, the amount of time and the interest they show, and the amount of time they spend, the interest they show. They want their customers to be pleased with their purchase, and they just take care of them. So, it's just good old-fashioned down-home business and the way we do business here uh, in this country. This, um, you know, this rant about this mask stuff with the kids, I, I mean, I'm serious that when adults impose their will, it, it's like these kids are a, are a political cudgel. That's just wrong. I mean, it, we've gotten to the point, it seems, where politics and winning political races and maintaining after that, after a win, maintaining one's position and seat and power and authority 
it's like it trumps everything else. It's become the most important challenge and the most important task. And it shouldn't be. Uh, and again, using kids as pawns in this argument, leave them out of it. But that's what they've been doing. Now you've got Lori Lightfoot. You've seen this up in Chicago, the mayor, who famously, of course, flouted her own rules and went to the hairdresser. Said she had to be on TV. Got to get her hair fixed. Remember that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's why you can't take any of them seriously. That's why you know it's all bunk. If they really cared about making other people sick, They'd adhere to their own rules designed to keep people from getting sick. Doesn't make any sense. Does she really blame the increase in the number of carjackings in the Windy City on remote learning? You just stole my thunder, but glad you did. That's exactly where I was going. She and the unions now are button heads because she said it was the virtual learning, the kids at home. She did. Not school. Well... I mean, really? have they seen a statistical increase of school-age carjackings? I thought that was a little weird as well. I, I, first thing that hit my head, what about the age group of the perpetrators? See, here's the thing. Biden runs off to New York last week, right, to meet with the mayor about the um, rise in, in violence in New York. I mean, New Yorkers are scared. You've seen interviews views with them out on the streets. And I'm personally, I guess to a great extent, glad I'm not making those constant trips. I never I never once felt unsafe walking the streets of New York and in Manhattan around where I was in the financial district. It's sometimes just to kind of clear the head, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Never never once felt any concern. And honestly, I gotta tell you, people are friendly. I know sometimes we think about uh, we sort of have the franchise on on being hospitable, and we're no question Mississippi the best there is. And I think there's this tendency to to think of the New York and and the northern states as being less friendly, uh, less approachable. I never saw that. I mean, really, and it. Anyhow. From my limited experience, because I only got to spend less than a week in New York, yeah, lots of nice and friendly people, but it's a it's a rougher hospitality. Yeah, I think they're in a hurry a little yeah. bit more, you know. Um, but I hear you. But it's but it's not like they were just. There may be a have a nice day followed by a <laughs> curse word. <laughs> well, that's just the that's the vernacular. That's the parlance of the area, shall we say? <laughs> But, I mean, nobody was ever hostile or rude or discourteous, you know. Nobody ever dog-cussed me. Now, maybe I was just lucky. <laughs> but all I'm trying to say here is now I'm seeing New Yorkers getting interviewed saying, yeah, we're worried about just walking down the streets now. You, And so what is it? Here's where I'm going. Well, the president goes up there. It's guns, 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 guns. That's all. We, that, that is just the, <laughs> that is the Democrat default. Got to get the guns off the street. When do we ever sit down and have a meaningful discussion about the moral decay in this country? When are we going to have that discussion? So my question is, 
Okay, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago, your your argument is the the carjacking there they have increased because of virtual learning, kids at home. Well, what kind of parents, right? Parent parents are raising kids that are inclined to go steal a car while they're in grade school or high school or whatever the age is. It, why don't we talk about that? What makes them want to do that? In New York, what causes a homeless person to push a lady onto the subway railway? What causes a person to go into the furniture store in L.A., right, to, to kill a worker, a, a college-age worker there, trying to work, make a living, pay for her school? What about just the moral decay? When do we talk about that? No, it's guns. Like they just, guns just got up out of their holster, out of their storage, and just started shooting people indiscriminately. I mean, that's, that's almost the way the Democrats present that argument. Never do they talk about the morals issue. Well, you know what? When you're in government, and you continuously tell people they've been wronged, right? I mean, that's what they tell them. You're a, you're a victim. The deck's been stacked. It's all rigged. It's all systemic. When you tell them that, well, why are we surprised if they go out and commit crimes? And I'm not saying that is the total reason, but... When do we ever get political leaders to say, you know, guys, it's really not right to burn buildings down and take other people's stuff and cause them physical harm? When do we ever have that discussion? Have you ever seen them say that? No. I can't help but think about the BLM activist that was rationalizing and justifying the looting of the high-end stores, and you remember in her interview, we played the clip here, well, that's just reparations. It's okay for me to go in and take these high-dollar Louis Vuitton purses, as we saw happen in White Plains, New York, where Sandy Cortez lives, by the way. You saw that in a mall, and the security guards just watching. They just helped themselves without consequences and leave with somebody else's stuff. What happened in their lives to cause them to think that's okay to go do it? But then you've got these folks saying, oh yeah, you've got the vice president who is uh, establishing a fund, if you will. Remember that? To pay bail. Hell, you don't even need that anymore, and there's no bail. That's part of the problem. But what, what about this conversation about morality? That's where the problem is. Just imagine if in our society we just had few people that wanted to commit acts of immorality, from destruction of property to theft to harming, God forbid, another person. What makes them want to do that? Seems like that's where the solution is, not background checks. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's it's the same thing when you get this 
stuff about voting. They can't vote with a... you got to have a voter ID when they can't vote. It's racist. No, it's not. If they don't have a voter ID, well, let's explore why they don't have a voter ID. Talk about root cause. We call RCA in the IT business. Let's get to the root cause. It's just doesn't fit the political narrative. It's not politically expedient. Got to win at all costs. Got to keep that power. Look at me. I'm sick of it. I think you guys are, too. We're going to take a break right here. Rupert Holmes, the Pina Colada song. What a good one. We got Nick Bain coming up in the studio after the break at noon. Stay with us. more room in your budget during the President's Sale at Miss Kelly's. Give your space the upgrade you need and save hundreds of dollars off our already low prices. Plus, when you finance for 60 months, there's no money down required, which means you can walk out without paying and your payments are low. How about $3,000 in furniture and bedding for only $56 a month? Need it right away? Check out what's in stock and ready for you on misskellys.com. Live large on a small budget at Miss Kelly's President's Sale. If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The American agricultural industry posted its highest annual export levels ever recorded in 2021. According to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, the final 2021 trade data published by the Department of Commerce shows that exports of U.S. farm and food products to the world totaled $177 billion, topping the 2020 total by 18% and eclipsing the previous record set in 2014. According to Vilsack, these record-breaking trade numbers demonstrate that U.S. agriculture is incredibly resilient as it continues to provide high-quality, cost-competitive farm and food products to customers around the globe. The 
major boost for the economy as a whole, and particularly for the rural communities, with agricultural exports stimulating local economic activity, helping maintain our competitive edge globally, supporting producers' bottom lines, and supporting more than 1.3 million jobs. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. At the beginning of the pandemic, plandemic, as this listener says, in a grocery store line, I wasn't wearing a mask and smiled at a four or five year old who was wearing a mask. I saw his cheeks and eyes react with a smile behind his mask. I bowed not to wear a mask. Oh, man. I just, I don't think, I, I think. In the days when you thought, okay, this is temporary for a very short period of time. Remember, we're gonna uh, was it bend the curve? What was the what was the saying? Two weeks to flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Excuse me. Right. Temporary. Now here we are. Week one hundred and twenty-seven of two weeks to flatten the curve. Two plus years later, right? And there's some humans on this planet that don't know life without these measures. Don't know what it's like to go to school, be around their friends, without the stupid masks on. And and have you seen a photo yet, Rhino, of a child in a classroom that has the only mask they say is effective now? The N95? All I see is nice little cloth masks. And at least a third of them are below their nose. And how many times do they? Because they're kids. Scratch and pull them down. Of course they do. Good grief. What do you expect? So how effective is this? It's not. It's, it's a joke. It really is. But, man, 
authoritarianism? Just Is it just they get drunk on power? I mean, you hear that, and I'd like to think that, no, that doesn't really happen. Am I just being too naive in that respect? Mm. I, am I being too idealistic? No, these people really want to serve. They want to do good for the public. That's why they signed up to do this. I think there's at least a portion of the population that has just bought the BS. They, they're in that portion of the population that believes if you get it, you're going to die. If you test positive, you're going to the hospital. You're going to be on a ventilator. Which is just not true. But for some reason, they've bought into that narrative, and they, they truly believe that this is the end of the world, and they're fighting off the end of the world by wearing a mask. It's just unbelievable. And, and I, I'm not whatsoever trying to downplay or minimize the seriousness of this infectious disease. Not whatsoever. That's not it. But again, that I haven't yet, I don't think, seen a physician or a scientist from any political persuasion on any channel that said, yeah, the kids in the schools need to be just masked up to the hilt. I haven't seen that. So what the hell are we waiting on? What's up with that? It's like they're, it's like they're hesitant to Relax the restrictions because it might appear that, well, we really didn't need those to start with. Really? Nobody wants to admit they made a mistake. You know, I'd like to think we live in a society where as long as you're just honest and upfront, you come forward and say, I made a mistake. I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to do my dangest not to do it again. Here's but look at the grand scheme of things. Why should they admit that they were wrong when the whole source of all of this headache and problems and death and misery is China, who's getting to host the Olympics? Nuts. All eyes on China. That's like if you had a factory that had toxic byproducts and waste that they had to dispose of, and they had a big spill, and it caused the whole area around the plant to just have to vacate, and businesses closed down, and people lost their livelihoods, and others got sick and died. But you know what? Let's have the World's Fair in the parking lot of that toxic plant. Is that insane when you think about it, when you frame it like that? It's insane. And we got the Speaker of the House telling our athletes, don't speak out against them. Well, maybe we just shouldn't have participated. And I don't want to deny the athletes that opportunity. I get it. They've worked their their butts off, many of them, for their entire lives to get to that point. I totally get it. I really do. But maybe we should have put up a bit more of a fuss, those of us in the free world that aren't committing the same atrocities that China is, and said, you know, Olympic Committee, no, this ain't right. I mean, how long have they been still, many of them, denying that there's any connection to the lab in China? I mean, they're still trying to peddle this wet market garbage. And if you said that, social media would block you, deplatform you. Same thing with the mask stuff. Now they're coming out saying, yeah, cloth masks don't work. Oh, my God. By the way... What happened to all those masks that Joe Biden sent to the pharmacies? You guys go out and get yours? What? 400 million of them, right? And then the test kits. You get yours at your house yet? Weren't they coming to your house? In the meantime, they're saying it's almost over. It's basically over. What a just stupid. 
Time to take a break here. Super Talk News, Fox News, Representative Nick Bain coming in after that. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. New York and Illinois are two more states with Democrats as governors announcing an end to mask mandates for coronavirus protection. Centers for Disease Control Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says they continue to recommend masking in areas of high transmission. Cases and hospitalizations are falling. This is, of course, encouraging. And that leads us, of course, to have us look at all of our guidance based on the latest data and the science and what we know about the virus. She says COVID hospitalizations are down 25% over the last week with deaths up 3%, averaging about 2,400 a day. President Biden approves a plan for U.S. troops in Poland to help U.S. citizens fleeing Ukraine if Russia attacks. A second man, Caleb Franks, pleads guilty in Michigan of planning to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. The plea is part of a deal with prosecutors in exchange for testimony against four others charged. 26-year-old Ty Garbin pled guilty last year and was sentenced to six years in prison. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When the Rams take on the Bengals Sunday, a ton of Mississippians are going to be rooting for Mississippi native Cam Akers. He'll lead the NFC champion Rams in the big game. Then there's Daryl Henderson, who used to play for South Manola High. Now he's on the Bengals team. Mike Hilton, who used to play for Ole Miss, is a Bengals cornerback. And there's Mike Thomas, who used to play for Southern Miss. He's playing against his old team that former Southern Miss standout left the Rams to join the Bengals in 2020. 31 and a half million Americans plan to bet on the Super Bowl this year. As Fox's Monica DeLuca reports, that amount of money is going to be huge. The American Gaming Association is forecasting over $7.6 billion will be wagered. Both the amount of people planning to bet up 35% from last year and the estimated amount of money being bet up 78% from last year are new records. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. 
You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. One of many bills being debated right now is designed to help out Mississippians that work from home. As Representative Jansen Owen points out, most startups begin in the home, but sometimes local ordinances place limits on them. Um, There's one city that says, you know, you can't have more than 20% of your house taken up with your business. There's even some that says you can't do retail sales from the home. So my mother used to do, you know, the the Mary Kay parties. So those, in in some towns, it's actually illegal for you to have a Mary Kay party at your house and sell Mary Kay makeup from your home. The Home-Based Opportunity Freedom Act passed in the House and now it's being considered in the Senate. If you want to start a a business in your home, as long as, of course, you know, the noise ordinances and all of that stuff, you know, would come into play, but they're not going to outright restrict you from, from being able to exercise the freedom of making money from your house. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Touchdown! Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Rodeos are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. Ag Up Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At Ag Up Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. Ag Up Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi. Or visit us at agup.com today. Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you for joining us on Middays. We are back. We're in the studio today. Gerard and Rhino on this. Hump day. We've got Representative Nick Baines. He's a member, of course, of the Mississippi House of Representatives. He represents District 2. That's up there in uh, Alcorn. Did I say that right? Alcorn? Alcorn. Alcorn. Okay. You know, I want to make sure you pronounce it right. Alcorn County. Happens a lot. (laughs) And he's the chair of the House Judicial uh, Beat Committee, correct? That's correct. correct. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you coming on, as always, Representative Bain. So I guess the big legislation coming out of the committee and and, uh, passed on the House floor is the, uh, the measure 
that addresses the ballot initiative uh, situation in the state of Mississippi. And of course, the background there is we, we learned the Supreme Court didn't take too kindly to the right. way that was structured, and then striking down Initiative 65 because of the, the ballot initiative mechanism. Yeah, so. that, that's right. And we handled that, I handled that on the floor yesterday. It came out, uh, passed pretty much. I want to say on party lines, Republican, Democrat, uh, Republicans for it for the most part. Uh, and the two major differences between it and what we had. What we had allowed the the citizens to have an initiative process that would amend the Constitution. Yeah. Uh, this one only allows for a statutory uh, amendment, which is just just Mississippi Code, regular law, and it allowed for. Um, the legislature, as you know, you had 65, you had 65A. Under the old the old way, the legislature could propose an alternative. Yep. In this situation, they can't do that. So it, whatever the initiative is brought forth by the citizens, that's what would be on the ballot. Now, the legislature cannot touch that for a period of two years unless there are some uh, public health issues, some financial insecurities, or something that, that poses, that comes up. Yep. Uh, you know, so there are some, some of that stuff that's built in. But for the most part, it allows your citizens the same process. It's just statutory law instead of the Constitution. Yeah, and as we look across the country, I think we have uh, some states that have no citizen-initiated um, a ballot measure process. We have some that, that have one where they could uh, amend or create statute, I guess. Right. So you, I mean, so some you could, right? You could that, actually create you could new create, law, and you could repeal a law. Okay. Through it as okay. well. So you know, right. if there's a law in Mississippi that you don't like, you could repeal it. Okay. Um, and through this process, so it's uh, and and you know, one of the things we always heard about, and and I think you've talked about it, or some some shows we've talked about before about California always has all these initiatives. It yeah. seems like they've got thirty initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we limited it to five five initiatives on one ballot. Uh, so you're not going to have all of these initiatives like like California because we want to give people the right uh, to have a voice and to have an initiative process, but we don't want to completely uh, just load up the ballot with a whole bunch of stuff. And as I recall, uh, a particular measure uh, must be limited to one subject matter. That's correct. Right. That's, that's right. As well, limited to one subject matter. If that measure were to, let's say, it were to fail, like. Uh, you know, we had one a couple years ago with MAEP on it, and it failed. It would be, I think it's limited. It could not be brought back on a ballot for two years. I think so. that's right. Yeah, and there's some other uh, constraints about uh, anything that might um, uh, call for uh, a significant amount of spending. There's some fiscal notes, what we call them, but some f- fiscal responsibilities to the people who are uh, – who are proposing the initiative that they have and making sure that uh, the state can afford what they're proposing. Right. Which I think is good policy. Yeah. In, in fact, um, the way I interpreted Representative Bain was that if a measure is brought to the ballot that does uh, cause a substantial increase in cost, you've got to have an offsetting revenue generating you got to show mechanism. where it's coming from. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think that just makes good and that, fiscal sense. To, to your listeners, that's how it is when we propose an appropriation bill in the, in the House or the Senate. We have that same rule that if we're going to raise something, we've got to show where we're taking it from. Sure. They don't do that at the federal level. No, that's not for at sure. all. No, not at all. <laughs> not bound by the requirement to balance the budget. Right. That's, that's a fundamental problem there. All right, let's talk about the the signature gathering process. Uh, what does that look like? Same thing. Get whatever signatures are, are required. Uh, it's a uh, the, from the same congressional districts. Is that I think it's twelve percent of the last yep. election, uh, gubernatorial election. 
I think that's the right. Yeah, it is. Um, so yes, so you get gather those from the same uh, congressional districts. You know, we may lose one, we may gain one, whatever the case may be. At the time, it's whatever congressional districts at the time of the initiative. Now, I want to be perfectly clear: it's got to be from those congressional districts. Let's say, Gerard, let's just say you got. 25,000 is what you need from each district. Make okay. the numbers easy. Yep. And you get 20, 27,000 from the first district, and you get 23,000 from the third district. Well, you can't you can't take the 2,000 extra you got from the first district and add that to the third district. They all have to meet that threshold. Okay. So you got to be careful in right. the signature gathering. And the idea there is to make sure you've got uh, a broad buy-in, if you, you will. a cross-section yeah. of the whole state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes total sense. Um, and so you go through the process. The Secretary of State has to sign off on everything, and you've got the, uh, the the signatures in place to meet those requirements, and you're good to go. These happen on statewide and statewide elections, yes, right? Yes, state, statewide elections. Let's for for example, uh, if you had the the Secretary of State, I think has 90 days to get it on a November right. ballot. If he right. doesn't, then it would go over to the next ballot. So if if uh, Michael Watson was able to. If we had an initiative this year and was able to get it on there by August, I guess, it would be voted on in November. And then it, if not, it would roll over to next year's statewide election. Now, I do want to be be clear. This is a is a resolution that we've that we've passed. It's a resolution that both House and uh, Senate will have to pass amending the Constitution to allow this initiative process to happen. Yep. That th- this actual bill will have to be on the ballot in November. So gotcha. people will have to vote on this initiative process. All right, so they're they're um to to pass uh, a measure on the ballot. There's a distinction is there not between yes. just normal measures and those which in, involve um money, revenue. That's, that's right. That's right. And and I think that's just a higher percentage of the vote. 60%, 60% I believe on the revenue oriented measures and and just simple majority, but a minimum of 40%, 40% of okay. those All voting. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I had that right. All right. So that's where we stand now. Uh, it's, all, it's gone over to the Senate? It's gone to the Senate. Uh, I believe it was held on a motion. That's a procedural move. It was held on a motion to reconsider uh, Chairman uh, – Constitution Chairman Fred Shanks yep. uh, will we'll move to table that amendment – That will move to table that motion today, okay. and it will then be released to go to the Senate, and then they'll, they'll start the process over there. Okay. What do you think? I, I think it – you know, the debate went pretty much what I thought it would. Um, Chairman Shanks believes that there will be – it will go to conference okay. and that there will be some stuff sure. added uh, or taken away, whatever the case may be. Uh, one of the amendments yesterday was allowing some type of appeal process. Uh, you know, we, we alluded to the fact that the legislature could amend this in two years if they found certain factors. There was a, an amendment that allowed for um, – that. A, the legislature's decision to be appealed. Those little minutia and some of that stuff may be ironed out in conference, and that's typically how conferences work. Yeah. So, uh, But for the most part, I think you're going to see the bill like it is. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, what else you got going on this first in your committee? Well, we uh, tomorrow is deadline for floor action. 
Uh, so all the House bills that were not, are not passed by tomorrow will be dead. Judd B., we passed out a number of things uh, this year. Uh, you know, I was on earlier with you talking about the fentanyl issues, mm-hmm. the fentanyl crisis, and uh, we had a three-part uh, plan package that we wanted to see get pushed out, and it did pass. Uh, that was uh, where we created a drug-induced homicide statute along with an education curriculum and allowing some measure of uh, regulation on the creation of or or the possession of pill presses that mm-hmm. that has passed out. I'm proud of that. I hope that we can continue that down and continue the discussion about the dangers of fentanyl and the overdoses. You know, I saw a stat that now at between the ages of 18 and 45, it's the number one killer in America. So uh, it's certainly something that I want to see us continue to do. Um, we're also looking at 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 some other criminal justice stuff, uh, trying to. Uh, Get people back to work and not and alleviate some of the recidivism among some of our inmates. So, uh, Jed B has has been productive, and but the main thing is I do think that that we passed some stuff that have helped Mississippians. Okay. Uh, one thing I did want to go back to to make sure I understood this. This is a concurrent resolution talking about the ballot initiative. That's right. Uh, matter the measure. So this has got to go to the ballot. As I understand that's right, that's it, right? right. Mm-hmm. So the people have to approve this. It does not require signature by the governor because it's a resolution. That's right. The people will have to approve that, and I believe they'll vote on it this next uh, election. Yeah, because it's statewide. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, win terms are statewide. Uh, can you hang around yeah, for the next absolutely. segment? I know you got some other bills you want to talk about as well, and um, some of the stuff that's going through and what's happening there. We'll be right back. We've got Representative Nick Bain with us. He serves in the Mississippi House of Representatives. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 65. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 36. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 67. And a look at your finally Friday, sunny skies, high all the way to 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Wrong! It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old credit issues and looking forward to your future our staff is ready to get you approved today 100 credit approval is our number one goal bring us your trade we'll give you top dollar for it so come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at mazda of jackson where nobody walks away because everybody saves our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 i-55 frontage road north in jackson call 991-2222 today mazdaofjackson.com see dealer for details with critical select models special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. My list of unliked songs, that one's like just a smidgen behind the safety dance, Men Without Hats. <laughs> and you're just dancing up a storm. You like it. It's catchy. I <laughs> gotcha. We're back here uh, in the studios at Supertop, Mississippi. We've got Representative Nick Bain joining us on Middays. So we were just talking about, just just want to make sure that uh, our audience understands this, Representative Bain, that this concurrent resolution, right, it, and it is such because it will amend the Constitution, correct? Right. That's correct. As opposed to a standard bill, a standard measure. Passes both houses, both chambers, goes to the governor for signature, that an accident into law. In this case, it's a resolution, does not require the governor's signature. And in effect, the people's approving of it at the ballot box, it kind of takes the place of the governor's signature. That's correct. And he may, this has been done before, and your listeners may remember when we, my, I was not in the legislature at the time, but I remember uh, we had to ratify when I got there, there was a vote, I think, in the 12, 11 election that allowed for a constitutional amendment to uh, hunting rights uh-huh. or, or hunter, the uh, whatever you want to call it. Yep. That was the same process. There was a resolution that, start, that got started, okay. um, and it went through both houses, got the votes, and then it went on the ballot, and people voted for it. Same okay. process. So the main – and you and I talked about this off the air. So the main concern I've heard about this is that – this would not allow the citizens, through a ballot measure, 
to amend the Constitution, and I think most folks are okay with that, with the exception being that that would be the only uh, avenue, the only path to uh, implement term limits. And well, so there's some discussion about it. It would be, in theory, is the only path. You know, the legislature could do it. They could put a measure on yes, the ballot. But practically speaking, and and pragmatically, yes, right, yeah, it's. The, the the citizens would not have an initiative process to put term limits on a ballot. Okay, but they could certainly uh, go discuss that that matter with their reps. That's right, and they could encourage them if they feel strongly enough. And I think if enough people did that, then my guess is the legislature would act, and they'd probably put a measure on. We're the always we always uh, try to do the people's will. So at this point, this goes through uh, the ability to amend the Constitution just through citizen-initiated ballot measure would no longer exist. Is that fair to say? It would not. now. now it, doesn't, wait, it doesn't exist now. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> it doesn't exist now. The, the people, as we sit here, Gerard, have absolutely no ability to initiate to have any type of initiative. Yeah, that's uh, nothing. They're that, right. Good point. So yeah. we have nothing, or the people have nothing. Uh, this will allow them to have a process. Okay. All right. And I, honestly, I think I'm certainly in agreement that it makes more sense for the citizens uh, to, to have this ability uh, to affect statute I agree. as opposed to start digging into the Constitution. And I think a lot of people found out after Initiative 65, you mean this was going to be incorporated into the Constitution? That I, I concerns agree. about that. I agree. And, and I said that yesterday on the floor. I, I, we don't need to be held hostage to the political whims of one of one uh, generation or, or, yeah. or, or one uh trendy thing. So, gotcha. uh, you know, if, if you do have a trendy thing and it becomes part of statute, it's a lot easier to go back than when you put it in the Constitution. Yeah, because then you got to go back to the ballot box That's right. to make any changes to That's it. Right. You're That's stuck right. with it until you can get that done. So, right. All right. Uh, what what else is going on in the House? You guys are moving pretty rapidly. We are. Like I said, deadline's coming up. You know, the biggest topics right now that we're taking up is uh, – I know you you've discussed an income tax yep. the elimination. Both houses seem to seem to have a plan mm-hmm. uh, to eliminate the income tax. Both of those are a little bit different. I believe you save money, and I, and I obviously believe the house plan is better. I understand uh, the, you know that we have ability to uh, to do this by the revenue, some of the revenues that we have in our state coffers mm-hmm. uh, that help us to to be in a position that we are. Some of the conservative things that we've done over the last. 10 to 12 years that have allowed that to occur. So I, I am proud that both, that all, really, the governor and both houses are starting to look at cutting this income tax. You know, I live next to Tennessee, and um, they don't have an income tax. And, and certainly I, I have people that come into Corinth that I talk with that, uh, you know, that they're moving to Tennessee or they moved to Tennessee because of that. Yeah. Uh, so I do think it's something that can help the state of Mississippi grow. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of the state plan. I believe it. I mean, of the house plan. I think it puts more people's, uh, more money in people's pockets and uh, allows us to 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 hopefully grow at a, at a better rate. Yeah, the, I think that the fundamental question is a philosophical one: is is um, how should we raise revenue? So I I think most clear thinking people would agree. We need a state government. We need a state government to provide the minimum services. Certainly, those of us in the uh, in the conservative camp would say that how best to fund uh, those activities and those functions, and um, you know most in the 
more conservative libertarian world believe that taxing consumption mm-hmm. is more appropriate than taxing income. The taxing income is, in fact, is kind of a disincentive. Or taxing, uh, you know, income or uh, you know the the, the the franchise tax or yeah. any of that type of stuff. The, the consumption, I think, has a has a a, a, a wider swath of yep. people uh, that can contribute to it. Uh, it's not as discriminatory, I think, uh, and and it's just a, a fairer tax. I think economics, Grover Norquist, other people have talked about how much fairer it is to uh, uh, to approach at a taxation system based on that sales tax than um, than than. I'm looking for a word that they call it, but but income or franchise tax, those type of uh, set taxes like that. Yeah, and the franchise tax, thankfully we got rid of that. may have been the dumbest tax ever. <laughs> I, I remember a couple years ago, it was one of, one of the biggest tax cuts at that time that we did, but yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and uh, Norquist actually published an article, I think just yesterday, um, suggesting that we're on the road to becoming the, the country's 10th no-income tax state. Of course, he's, uh, he's been on the program before. He's uh, a huge proponent sure of elimination of and, uh, income taxes. And he so. came to the same hearing you did back in the he summer sure and testified yeah. and gave us ideas and, and, and really, uh, you know, is a leader in, in this area of the of the world, or, or on this issue, so mm-hmm. to speak. So it, he he his credibility is is unscathed in that regard. I think that's right. So anyhow, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think this is destined for a conference for sure. Sure. Now that we got two bills, and that's so. and that's look, that's a good thing. You're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just getting it's just getting the best bill and the best product out there. Yeah, I th- I think that's right. Um, and then. You know, I, I've shared with you offline, I, I've asked uh, the House, which had a fiscal note prepared on the House bill from the LBO, I, I sure would like to see that extended out for more than just two years and kind of see the impact on that and maybe see from some differential analysis on that as well. But it's uh, we need to do something bold. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree mm-hmm. with that. But I don't want to do something that would really put our state finances at risk to the point that we've got to go back to the well and make some uh, rather abrupt adjustments that wouldn't go over very well. And, and I think we've we're, we're, the state leadership has learned from other states like Kansas that had to do that. Yeah. You know, they, they, they had a big cut and then they had to go back and redo some stuff. So I think the leadership has taken a very deliberate and um, measured approach to this uh, and, and I think they will continue to do so. Trey, Lamar, and, and the Speaker and Jason White have all worked diligently on this and, and getting the Senate to the table has been uh, half the battle, so to speak. But now that they have, I'm I'm confident that we can get a, a product out there. Yeah, I hope so. Now, the governor said yesterday, uh, I think he went to social media to suggest that we um, he's really uh, bristling his feathers there because uh, we had a big, um, uh, big income surplus, big That's revenue right. surplus. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that. The question is, is that sustainable? Is that one time? Is it an anomaly? And he says it's time for us to eliminate the income tax. Have you seen a plan? I'm, I'm asking a serious question. Come from the governor's office on what the governor would like to see. No, I have not. I have not seen a plan, and 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 I want to be perfectly clear that all of this discussion and the plan started in the house and with the speaker's office. Yeah. I have not seen a plan from the governor. I have not heard the governor. I've heard him talk about yeah. doing this and kind of with uh, uh, just some rhetoric about doing it, but I have not seen anything substantive come from his office. Yeah, you know, I, I encourage him to do so. We in the legislature are awaiting that and look forward to working with him on that. Uh, but like you said, we have not seen a plan. Yeah. 
I mean, it, this let's let's be honest. This is a math exercise. That's what it, it is. It's, it's a it's a fairly complex, involved, dynamic math exercise. But let's look at the various models and and uh, you know figure out what makes most sense and what's like the most likely scenario in reality and and make some decisions on that basis. But I, I would just suggest to have a contingency plan. You know, let's don't end up like Kansas. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that, and, yeah. and I certainly w- we will pass those uh, remarks along. And I, I want to uh, uh, reassure your listeners that we're going to do everything we can to do this smartly and um, protect uh, the state coffers. Yeah, appreciate that. Representative Nick Bain has been our guest here on Middays. We'll take a break right here. Funky Town. Bump us out of this segment. We'll be right back. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal! 
Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag Zero Turn Mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When the Rams take on the Bengals Sunday, a ton of Mississippians are going to be rooting for Mississippi native Cam Akers. He'll lead the NFC champion Rams in the big game. Then there's Daryl Henderson, who used to play for South Vanilla High. Now he's on the Bengals team. Mike Hilton, who used to play for Ole Miss, is a Bengals cornerback. And there's Mike Thomas, who used to play for Southern Miss. He's playing against his old team, the former Southern Miss standout left the Rams to join the Bengals in 2020. 31 and a half million Americans plan to bet on the Super Bowl this year. As Fox's Monica DeLuca reports, that amount of money is going to be huge. The American Gaming Association is forecasting over $7.6 billion will be wagered. Both the amount of people planning to bet, up 35% from last year, and the estimated amount of money being bet, up 78% from last year, are new records. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every time I hear it, it harkens me back to the great movie, The Right Stuff. 
as the astronauts were enjoying that tune, high above the Earth, floating around. Little did they know at the time their fate, but they made it. Great movie, by the way. really was. Uh, let's see. John in Hardeman, Tennessee, says, if you're going to dance, it is best to make sure that it's safe to dance. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> awesome. Oh, golly. Let's see. Did I hear something about the Mississippi representatives voting to give themselves a raise? Is this true? Jeff in Hattiesburg writes that. Uh, on the Senate side, review that again. Uh, so, essentially, the measure would increase uh, for members of the legislature, their office expense reimbursement is really what it is. It's $1,500 a month. They receive that uh, presently in the months that they're not in session, right? So it's nine months, which uh, amounts to $13,500, plus the $10,000 standard pay total of $23,500. What they voted on yesterday, which passed the Senate, would be to pay that amount, that $1,500 per month, in the three months they are in session, which essentially boosts their pay by $4,500, except the first year it's uh, for $6,000 in that year. So that's kind of the detailed rundown of that measure and um, should be headed over to the, the House. I believe Senators McDaniel, Sojourner, Chisholm, and Wiggins voted nay. All the other senators voted to approve the measure. Thus, it heads over to the House. We'll see what happens over there. I don't remember the exact time frame, Rhino, but I know that the compensation structure in the expense model, that $1,500, is, I think that's been in place for quite some time. So I, it, I wasn't expecting this measure, honestly. I hadn't heard much talk about it. But there are a whole bunch of them, honestly, folks, and so you, you may not. But are you looking at it? I, I believe I described it accurately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... That is uh, it's kind of what's going on there. Now, I got to tell you, I, I'm not, I think it's more of a time, and that's what I said earlier. I, I don't get too bent out of shape about the fact that they're increasing pay after a long time of not having an increase. I mean, there's a side of me that says, okay, well, that's reasonable. I think most people expect their compensation over time to increase. There's another side that says, well, you have control over your own pay. That's unusual, right? And my guess is if they wanted to if they wanted to kind of test the pulse of the public, the public would rather resoundingly um, vote against this or express disapproval, shall we say, not vote. I mean, I think that's just because there's there's kind of a sentiment out there where people just feel some degree of of contempt for those who serve in public office. You know, it's contempt for other people's reps. It's usually not their own because they typically voted for them. I mean, you know, 
Yeah, Which is one thing that I think was taken into consideration with the change that was made from the bill, which is Senate Bill 2794. Yep. It was filed on the 19th of January, and as filed, the bill would have made these changes take effect July 1 of okay. this year. Okay. The committee substituted language, and it was adopted that would make it take effect in 2024. Yep. Gotcha. So I imagine there was some discussion about, well, this is going to be a bitter pill to swallow. It may be easier to swallow if you push it down two years Yep. to allow for elections and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and, you know, uh, well, I understand. So Thomas from Greenwood sent in a um, a copy of a tweet that our good friend Paul Gallo posted this morning, and he says, at the same time, the Mississippi Senate is balking at eliminating personal income tax on your paychecks. They passed a bill giving themselves a raise. Taxpayers also just got revenue numbers that continue to soar, which means we are paying more taxes. And yeah, he, he's absolutely right in his analysis. I would just say that, you know, keep in mind that you're talking about $750,000, $60,000 here versus millions of dollars, uh, uh, perhaps uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, of course. So, um, you know, all the way up to a, a couple of billion. So it's for just for perspective. But it's the optics, right, as people say, and it's the timing. And, I, again, I, I'm on board. I get that. And I, I think it was poor timing. I don't have necessarily any fundamental objection. I mean, the question is, how much should they get paid? They're like the lowest paid in the country, honestly. So are our teachers, our state workers, our, a lot of our other elected positions. They're amongst the lowest paid, if not the lowest paid in the country. So what should it be? Again, I'm, I'm not promoting or supporting this measure necessarily. I, I'm asking a serious question. I, I think a lot of people may come back and respond and say they should get paid nothing. They should, should do it to serve. Problem is, it's not a full-time job. It's, it's a part-time job, and for many it extends way beyond the three months uh, I mean, I'm not defending it because they signed up for it. They knew it. They, they they understand that. They appreciate it. But virtually everybody in the Senate or House, they've got full-time jobs that they work, that they produce income. I, I don't think many of them are, are um, subsisting simply off that $23,500 that they get. I don't think. Um, there may be a few that are just, I guess, professional members of the House or Senate. And there's some that are retired, of course, that have other sources of income from working and producing retirement. So, again, I think it's more, as they say, the principle and the timing than it is the dollar amount. I, I, don't, I don't know that it's, it is a fair uh, contrast to look at what's less than three-quarters of a million dollars, roughly, compared to eliminating the income tax, which is about $2 billion. So it's kind of an apples and oranges, but again, the timing is extremely curious. Um, yeah, Thomas says, if they don't like to pay, quit. 
I know, Thomas, the House is going to kill the bill. I'm aware of that. I've already talked to members of the House did that last night. Appreciate that. Yeah, they, they won't go for it. So it's just politics. It, it worked. Look at us. We didn't vote for our pay raise. And look at those guys over there in the Senate. They did, guys and gals. Um, it, is, it is a part-time job. Well aware of that. Thank you, Thomas. And, and uh, made that point as well. Wouldn't it be funny if we got some legislation passed that said the House was the only place that could vote on the Senate salary and the Senate could <laughs> only vote on the House salary? I like that. Well, what if the people voted? I mean, they'd, they'd vote for them to pay us. <laughs> you got to pay us to serve. But look, there's another thing to keep in mind. What if we increase the pay? Might we get better representatives? Think about that. It's just a, just a thought. I'm thinking like the private sector, you know, I had to pay what the market bears. And normally, the, generally speaking, the more you pay, the higher quality. I'm not suggesting ours aren't. I would just argue that the, the pay is probably near the bottom or at the bottom of people's reasoning for running. No question about it. It's not because they want the pay. I totally agree. Terry's upholstery uh, text in, I think the legislature should be getting paid. The problem that I have with them giving themselves a raise is that everyone uh, already does well for themselves, like you said, the optics of it. I think it's a matter, I hear you, Terry, I think it's a matter of, well, should they be compensated for their service, and at what amount? Because I can tell you, when I was in business, there is no possible way I could have served in the legislature. I would have lost way more money, if not gone bankrupt, because it just took attention that I couldn't uh, just dismiss and say, I'll get to that later. And, and that's not fair when you're in public service. You've got to be focused. You should be. Uh, and you should be serving the people. That's what you get elected to do. I couldn't have done it. I don't, I don't see how these guys do it, honestly. They just have jobs that, I guess, permit them to do that. And again, I'm just speaking purely anecdotally. I get there are other situations, and every situation is different. We'll take a break right here. We got another segment here on midday. Stay with us. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These KISS discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So KISS discounts up to 30% off free roses that's Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, in the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. 
TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. The only organization representing all of Mississippi agriculture is Farm Bureau, celebrating its 100th year in 2022. From lobbying in Washington to the state capitol in Jackson, Farm Bureau protects farmers' interests, but that's not all. Members can participate in leadership development and educational programs, plus receive money-saving discounts nationwide. Find out what nearly 200,000 member families already know. Farm Bureau, leading, representing, and serving Mississippi agriculture yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's for my good friend, Representative Fred Shanks. He loves that tune. He requests it. <laughs> Appreciate that, Rhino. So, there's a question about the the benefits, the the special supplemental, I think it's called, retirement system that slurp slurp. Yep, representatives of the uh, Mississippi Legislature. Supplemental Legislative Retirement Plan, SLRP, that was created in 1989. 
I don't know the vesting period. There was a question, can you vest after a year and a half? I'm honestly not sure what the vesting period is. I do know the benefits are more generous than the standard PERS program. And the you have to have eight years of service in the legislature to be fully vested. Okay, there you go. Thank you. So two terms, essentially, two full terms. Or to be vested, not fully vested, sorry. To, be, to just receive any benefits. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you can you. retire with 25 years of service at any age or at age 60 and being vested after eight years. Okay. Then that, at the 25 years point, you would be fully vested, meaning Correct. you get the maximum benefits at that point. So, And I do know that I'm pretty sure that in their plan, it's a little different in PERS in that the taxpayers, I want to say, pick up a greater portion of the overall contributions, as I recall. It's just something I seemed to run across a while back. But uh, anyhow, it's it's just really a, a question of what what should the package look like? You know, what, what should the pay and benefits look like for those who serve in state government? I Here's a good idea. Yeah. You, you, can, you can couch it with what the voters want and what the legislature wants, or at least what some of the voters want. Okay. Put it in the bill that, yeah, you can have a raise, but you got to have term limits. Yeah. Give them a good raise Give if they're going to put term limits in it. There you go. Give them, yeah. Okay. Little quid pro quo, as they say. From the uh, Golden Triangle, Gerard, I believe the people of Mississippi would agree to increase in pay, maybe even a nice increase, but it would have to come with passing term limits. Oh, I'm sorry, Rhino, you just saw that. Um, so, yeah, that's not a bad idea, honestly. I'm not sure where they stand on that. And I don't know. If uh, more money gets better reps, can we vote to make Benny's district a lot higher pay? <laughs> We ain't getting our money's worth. 174000 bucks is what you get for serving in the U.S. House or Senate. And uh, that's that's been in place for, I think, a while now. 174-4, as I recall. Jeff in Hattiesburg says, most people deserve annual raises, if nothing more than cost of living. Time Timing was also my question. We hear Senator Harkins on your show mentioning the budget. They have to keep referring to cutting state income tax. And I hear you, and I agree. Um, again, I, I'm on board with the timing aspect of this. Um, and and though this amount of money isn't going to make or break our budget, it's it's minimal, honestly. Um, yeah, it, last time Congress got a raise was 2009. Okay. It's been sitting on 174.4 for that, that shoot. That's a long time. 13 years. It's... Uh... It's gone up quite a lot in just the last hundred years. Yes, it has. You go back to, let's see, 1925 to 1932. If you were in Congress, you were making 10000 a year. Yep. You get up to the mid-80s, 75000 a year. Yep. You're right. Now it's, it's 174000 Yeah. Honestly, uh, but keep in mind, for the most part, that is a full-time job. It should be, at least. I mean, you're not in Washington the whole time, but it, it's a it's a fairly intense calendar. But uh, 174.4. Now, you know, they don't get any housing allowance or anything. They get money to run their office and so forth. But there are a number of members, especially in the House, sleep in their offices up there. 
I think we even had maybe Representative Harper, I want to say, slept in his and showered in the in the house gym or something to that effect. Yeah, or they have a like a two-bedroom house and you got four folks yeah. splitting it. If you can find one. Right. Which is a big problem. So Thomas Atubolo says, you have the problem to dissolve this. It is wrong, wrong, wrong. Talk about dividing the people into classes. And he's referring to, I, I've seen this article before. It was, I think, uh, Rhino written by the Bigger Pie Forum, if I'm not mistaken. And it, and it concerns the retirement plan. And they refer to it as a luxurious retirement plan. I'm not sure I, I would describe it that way. I get it. Again, I, I don't know. I, I'm more concerned about hundreds of millions of dollars and trying to get something done from a tax perspective. Again, I think this is more of an optics thing. Uh, we, we've got, I think, like 200 people on the in the SLURP program right now, those who are retired from the legislature. They're being, their benefits are funded by the 170 that serve, 174, so... Anyhow, interesting discussion, though, and we will, I'm sure, continue it uh, here on Middays. Until then, we're going to be, again, down at the trademark tomorrow for the Ag Up Equipment event, Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation as well. Stay safe. God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.